Hello, and welcome to the 9K Experience. I'm your host, John Jowers. So this episode's really taking a turn from where I thought it was going to go when I first kind of planned out these episodes. I was going to talk about CBD, specifically Delta 8, Delta 9, and I was going to talk about the Senate Bill 264 that um, we're fighting here in Texas. I'm still going to get to that later on in different episodes. But as I'm doing this research, I'm also listening to other podcasts, um, trying to get my style down, trying to get um, who I am down, how I kind of want the show to go. And I started to really think about something. I was listening to some podcasts that made me start thinking about some things from my life. And it kind of clicked on me. One, um, I don't want to be a hypocrite telling y'all, hey, just go out and do this and you're going to be better because that's not how it really works. I don't care what form of therapy or medicine that you're taking. It could be prescription medicine. It can be alternative medicine, medical marijuana, CBD, all these different things. However, if you don't get down to the root cause of some of these traumas and experiences that you've kind of suppressed or pretend didn't happen, no matter the therapy or medicine you're on, it's just going to be a band-aid. That is all it's going to be. So I thought we needed to talk about comfort zones and getting out of them this episode. So that's what we're going to do, and we're going to have deep conversations, which you need to have with yourself and other people. Because having the superficial conversation that doesn't mean anything is not going to help you grow as a person. So, with comfort zones, of course, everybody has their own comfort zones. We like remaining in those comfort zones. Our body and our mind wants to keep us there because they don't want us to be discomfort. Um, be be in discomfort. So it kind of goes without saying, outside of our comfort zones, there is discomfort there. And that's where we need to get to, to fix these issues for good and stop putting band-aids on them over and over and over again. So I've got five tips for getting out of your comfort zone. The first one is to challenge yourself. And when I say challenge yourself, I mean physically, mentally, and emotionally. So physically, go run a fucking marathon, climb a mountain, get on a workout schedule and stay on it, but have a goal and goal that you're getting to. Mentally, um, you've got to unpack the stuff that we pack up, these traumas, these emotions. When, When they're difficult and when they're really bad we tend to kind of compress them down into this little ball stuff them in a box put a lid on that box and shove that box somewhere in our mind where we can forget about it so if you start meditating it sounds weird but it's gonna allow you to bring these things to the surface and start to deal with them um yoga that helps with the meditation. It also hits the physical side of challenges yourself. And if you think yoga is a joke, I challenge you to go out there and 
do a yoga class because it'll kick your butt. Um, get therapy. That kind of goes with the emotional side too, unpacking trauma. But mentally and emotionally, you can't fix a lot of this stuff on your own. You have to get therapy and talk to somebody, which is uncomfortable outside our comfort zone. So you, you got to do that. Um, emotionally, you need to learn to control your emotions. Now, I'm not saying ignore them and don't allow yourself to feel these. You have to feel your emotions. But what you have to do is find a way to feel, feel the emotions, acknowledge the emotions, but don't let the emotions control you. You have to remain in control of the emotions. The emotions. All right. Number two. Is cut anything that is not improving your life out. And I'm talking about friends, family members that are toxic as fuck. Drinking, jobs, porn, whatever it is that is not improving your life, get rid of it. And you may ask how that gets out of your comfort zone. Because if you're in a shitty job that you hate and you can't stand and you're so miserable... And you keep going to it day after day after day. You're only doing it because it's in your comfort zone. Um, friends, it, you become who you hang out with. So if you spend time with four millionaires, guess who's going to be the fifth? Flip that. If you hang out with four losers, guess who's going to be the fifth? It's going to be you. If that's who I hang out with, that's what I'm going to turn into, right? Um, drinking, even social drinking, if it's not improving your life, and very rarely I can actually see it improving people's life, but what's the point in doing it? Why do you want to do something that is only hindering your life? Um, some of you are going to say, but my friends, they want to go hang out at the bar and blah, 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 blah. Well, if that's all your, the friends that you hang out with want to do is go to a bar and um, hang out and drink, reevaluate who your friends are. If they don't want to help improve your life, why are you hanging out with them, right? Um, number three is have the hard conversation. And I'm talking about with yourself and with other people. I mean... For guys especially, talking about our feelings and emotion, that's a hard conversation. Talking about our insecurities is a hard conversation. But we also have to get to a point where we have to say what we need to say when it needs to be said. So if something's bothering you, you don't hang on to it for months and months and months and then you explode and then with your spouse or your girlfriend or whoever it is and go, well, you remember six months ago when you did this, it upset me. No, that's just going to make your relationship more fighting and and you're going to put more, um, what's that word I'm looking for? You're just going to put more resentment in your relationship towards your significant other. So say what you have to say when it needs to be said, but don't be a dick about it either. Say it in a way that it's going to be um, constructive and it's going to get somewhere. Just don't be mean about it because you don't like what somebody did or said. Um, now, 
Number four, do something that scares you. If you're scared of roller coasters, find somebody that loves roller coasters and go get on a roller coaster with them. If you're scared of heights, go find somebody that loves to skydive and go skydiving with them. But don't just say you're going to do it. Tell somebody else you're going to do it. Have a date. Have a plan set up. That way, now you're held accountable to somebody else. And what ends up happening, that person's going to ask you, well, hey, how'd this go? Or how's the, this going, this training going towards doing this? And if you haven't started it, you've got one or two options. One, you can look them in the face and lie to them and tell them, oh, it's going great. Or two, you can look them in the face and go, yeah, well, I haven't started, so I, I really can't tell you, right? So by telling other people, you're holding yourself accountable. Number five, figure out who you are, where you want to go, and become that person and go there. So we tend to kind of do things and act a certain way based on what other people want us to do or what society kind of tells us to do. And, excuse me. And if that's who you are, then great, but that's kind of staying in your comfort zone, right? I mean, you're being scared to actually be who you are. So be your own fucking person, be who you're meant to be, and stop living your life based on what other people expect or think you should live it, right? All right, so... Those are my five tips, and if I just ended it there and got got away from that, it's like, okay, yeah, maybe a few people would get something out of this, but I need to do something to get out of my comfort zone, and um, th- there's a few things I am doing. One is this podcast. I will be completely honest with you. I've, I've listened to that first one I put out, and... Um, in my head, it sucks. The sound quality is not the greatest. I'm, I really didn't work on the producing part, um, going back and re-listening and editing it and that stuff. And the reason was is because if I didn't get it out, I would still be working on it because it wasn't perfect. And, hey, it doesn't have to be perfect. Let's get it out there. So I got out of my comfort zone that way. But to have these hard conversations that I'm saying you need to have, I think I need to share a story from my childhood that I have suppressed for a long, long time. In fact, um, my entire Marine Corps career, so almost 13 years, not once did this pop into my head and not once did I ever think about it. It wasn't until after I got out. Um... And that's kind of a reason that this podcast, uh, this episode has been delayed is I didn't want to bring this story up um, without telling my wife because this is something I've not told my current wife at all. And I really haven't told anybody. And here I am going to share it to however many people are going to hear this. And it's going to be out there forever. So... When I was young, like when I was really, really young, a much older man sexually molested me. Um, I haven't unpacked all this yet, so 
I haven't really dove into all the details, and I really honestly do not remember a lot about what happened. Um, I remember the sick pervert um, grabbing and squeeze, squeezing my crotch. I remember him physically holding me on his lap and wouldn't let me up. Um, a few years ago, um, I lived with one of my uncles, and he brought this up and asked if I remembered this. And I kind of I told him that this is what I remember. And so, this is the strongest man that I know. He's a father figure. He's a man I love to death, my uncle. Um, and he's looking at me, and I can see he's got tears in his eyes. So all he would tell me is it was much worse than that. And then he asked me if I remembered this um, particular gun, this pistol that he used to have, and I told him I did. And he told me that after he learned about this when I was young, so I didn't know this, but apparently he knew about this right after it happened. But at night, he would drive around in his truck with that gun looking for this guy. Um, so I know there's more things that happened to this, but I hadn't really unpacked it and talked about it um, later this month, I start more um, therapy because of my PTSD. I'm in and out of therapy all the time. Well, I, I'm starting more therapy, and I'm going to be talking to this therapist um, about this, about my childhood, to try to unpack this and, and get it figured out and worked out because it it is affecting the man I am. It's affecting my marriage. It's affecting my work and the reason is is I'm not willing to get outside of that comfort zone and confront people and not in a negative way but when, when people are coming after me or I feel attacked I, I do one of two things and we all have this thing but what's weird is the, the big stuff the the stuff that um, really jeopardizes my feelings or my emotions, I will not bring them up at all. I won't um, respond. I just kind of blow it off and act like nothing happened. And then these little tiny minute things that really don't mean shit, I blow up about. I can't let it go, and I keep pushing the issue. Um, I'm... Thinking about this, it, it's like, okay, one of the times I remember is being a little, little kid watching a scary movie that I should not have been watching. I mean, it, it was one of these movies. But anytime I would act scared, he would squeeze me, right? Squeeze my crotch. Um, so, but he would kept, keep whispering in my ear, are you scared? Is this part scaring you? And if I said yes, he would squeeze me again. So I've kind of, I'm no therapist, I'm no expert, but, but I, I'm kind of thinking that whenever I start to feel scared, I kind of repress that 
emotion because I, in my mind, way back uh, subconsciously, I'm relating being scared with getting physically molested. Um, so I'm not allowing myself to be scared. And the easiest way to do that is if, hey, I'm going to have a fight with my wife over this thing. It's, it can be scary, so I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to avoid it, and I'm going to suppress that too. And it never works out. Um, so for me to be the person I need to be, the man I need to be, feel the way I need to feel, not feel weak, um, because when I was a little kid, I couldn't fight a grown man off from doing this. Um, I need to stop feeling guilty because it wasn't my fucking fault this pervert molested me. Um, so I need to get this resolved so I can resolve and work on other areas of my life without this hanging over my head. Because I know some of you are hearing this and going, dude, I wouldn't fucking tell anybody about this, right? Nobody would ever know. Well, yeah, and I lived that way for almost 40 years of my life not telling anybody. And I'm starting to realize it's causing a problem. It's causing a problem in all aspects of my life. So it, it allows me to suppress emotions that I shouldn't be. And it affects the way I communicate. It affects so much of my life that I need to, I have to talk about it. I have to get it out there. I've got to get it figured out. And I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to tell everybody on the podcast and then that's it. No, I am going to do therapy for this. Um, so by unpacking these traumas and dealing with them is how we take our control back over our emotions. That will help us to get outside of our comfort zone too. So I'm going to wrap this up with this statement. The comfort zone is at the bottom of a mountain. We're looking, so at the base of the mountain, and we're looking up at the top, and we want to be at the top, right? What we're not realizing, though, is at the top of the mountain is another comfort zone. We're just not willing to take the steps to move from this comfort zone to the next comfort zone. So we have to be willing to take these difficult steps to move to the next comfort zone. And then we cannot be happy just staying in another comfort zone. We have to keep ascending the mountain, moving in and out of comfort zones. Whenever we're back in a comfort zone, we need to, okay, reevaluate. Now what steps do I need to take? What challenges do I need to take? What other hard conversations do I need to have with myself and other people to move to the next comfort zone? Because that's how we are going to better ourselves. That in-between stuff, we don't like. Our body doesn't like it. Our mind, doesn't, our mind doesn't like it. We don't like it at all. So, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope you got something out of this. Do me a huge favor. Like, follow, share. Um, and leave some comments. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have questions. Um, and just random comments, because I will be taking these when I get them. 
and I'm going to be bringing up random comments and random questions or the best ones, I think, and I'm going to address them on the podcast. So um, share this with friends. If you know that this is going to help somebody, go ahead and share it, and I will talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the 9K Experience Podcast. I've been your host, John Jowers. Talk to you next week.